I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining me for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to be talking about home workouts. And with me is Amy Hackamack. She is a fitness trainer, a certified nutritionist, and author of the Fit and Well blog. Thanks so much for being with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's talk about home workouts. Home workouts seem to me to have positive and negative. So let's talk about, first of all, who are they for? Who should be doing home workouts? So I think home workouts can really be for, I mean, anyone. (laughs) Um, I think there's benefits of doing home workouts. Um, I think it can help people save money and time if, you know, you don't want to go to the gym or drive to the gym or you can't afford a gym pass or whatever it is. Maybe you don't have a gym that's nearby. Um, so, you know, you might have to have a small investment up front if you need some equipment, but really anyone can get started with just your own body weight, um, for free and you don't need any equipment. So I think it can be a great option for a lot of people who also, who maybe feel intimidated by going to the gym, like women and men, um, often feel intimidated or overwhelmed when they step into a gym. So working out at home might just feel more comfortable, less scary. They don't have to worry about um, people looking at them. I know that's like everyone's biggest fear is that, oh, people are going to look at me and think I'm doing everything wrong. And that's really not (laughs) the case, but we all think that when we go to a gym. But uh, yeah, just working out at home might feel a lot more comfortable for people. Um, For some people like, you know, parents who have young kids at home, it might be their only option. You know, they can't really leave the house. And so it can be a great option for them. I just like that it gives people options. And when you have options, you're less likely to come up with excuses of why you can't, you know, oh, I can't work out because I don't have a gym pass. I I can't work out because of this. It's like, no, you really have options and you have lots of options at home to fit your fitness levels and your goals. So that's kind of why I like it. Yeah. I love home workouts. The only negative that I can think of is maybe just a support system and an accountability to others. Yeah, totally. Um, I think you can work around that. I think there's so many fun, like fitness challenges out there. I actually just hosted one and I'm going to host another one um, for people who want to work out at home. And you know, there's online communities on Facebook or other social platforms where I've seen, you know, people post their progress or share their frustrations or whatever it is. Um, Or even just like telling your friends and family about your goals and asking them to check up on you, you know, like, hey, like, I'm going to start working out at home. um, Or I have this fitness goal. I'm telling you about it. So you can help remind me and keep me accountable. You know, stuff like that can be really effective. Mm hmm. 
Uh, I love home workouts because I don't have a lot of time, and so I'm squeezing in a workout early in the morning. Oftentimes, there aren't classes available, and just the time savings in not, in not having to go somewhere else for the workout has kind of been my main motivator. But for those folks who maybe have never really tried a home workout routine, how would they how would they begin? How would they make sure that they could set up just an eff- an effective home workout routine? Um, I think first you need to figure out what your goals are. So, you know, if your goal is to build strength, then you're maybe going to want to find either a exercise plan that includes strength training, or maybe even uh, find some like follow along workouts. There's lots of free follow along workouts on YouTube and other platforms. Um, that's actually how I started working out <laughs> when I was a teenager was at home in my parents' basement. And i I found some follow along workouts, you know, with trainers who knew what they were doing and they could kind of show you the form, show you, show you what to do. And I think that's a great way to get started. And you, again, you can start with just your body weight. Um, You don't have to have really any equipment. In fact, for newbies, um, people who haven't done a lot of, you know, exercise in the past, I would really just suggest start out with some simple body weight exercises to start building some strength. And also maybe include some walking, you know, walking is really under underrated and, you know, just take a walk around the block. <laughs> that can be really helpful and great to get you going. Are there some pitfalls to working out at home? I mean, are there some things that people should avoid so that they can be successful? Yeah, I mean, I know people worried that they might be distracted if they're working out at home, or maybe they won't have the motivation. But Uh, I think there's, again, there's lots of ways you can work around that. I think first to is to dedicate like your own space at home for working out. It doesn't have to be an entire room. It doesn't have to be this whole Pinterest worthy, beautiful, (laughs) um, expensive setup. Um, It could just be a section of the room, a corner of the room. You can put whatever equipment you do have in that space or yoga mat, whatever, and just make it your own so that you know, when you enter that space, that corner, whatever, that room, you're kind of in the right mindset and you can focus better. Um, I think also starting with a plan. I mean, this is important for whether you're working out at home or the gym, but I think especially at home, like knowing what you're going to do before you start, um, have your plan, have a schedule, and that will help save time, limit distractions. And again, there's lots of great at-home programs out there. Um, or again, you can try some follow along workouts that can really help limit distractions because you're watching somebody <laughs> and you're getting that instruction as you go. Um, how, oh, excuse me. Go right ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, how important is it to have a set time when you work out? Is that a big deal? I think it's, I mean, you don't have to necessarily work out for, you know, X amount of time every day for it to be effective. I think any movement is great and helpful, but I think having a dedicated, oh, like a, just like a schedule, a routine can really help make it a habit. So for example, like I prefer to work out right before lunchtime at home. And, um, I, I've kind of set up like a little mini reward system to help make it more of a habit and to make it more enjoyable. So Like I know after I work out, I'm going to get my yummy protein shake that I love and I'm going to get a yummy lunch (laughs) and just those little reward, that little reward of, um, you know, nourishing my body with yummy food after I work out 
kind of gets you that little dopamine hit and it really um, helps build that healthy habit. And so, yeah, I think if you try to, if you can working out around the same time every day, you're probably more likely to make it a habit and it might just be easier on you because you know, this is your set time to move and to exercise. Right. Is, is it more difficult to measure progress when you're working at home by yourself? I don't think so. Um, again, it comes back to whatever your goals are and progress can be measured in a lot of different ways. So um, it might be measured in inches lost or even inches gained if you're trying to, you know, build muscle. So if that's one of your goals, maybe take some measurements at home with a measuring tape and maybe you notice that your clothing fits better. Um, that's a great way to measure progress if kind of weight loss or building muscle is a goal. Um, maybe it has nothing to do with physical appearance and you're just noticing that you're less out of breath during your workouts or you're less out of breath walking up and down the stairs. Um, maybe it, you know, it's simply you're noticing that you're enjoying your workouts more. I think that's a great way to measure progress or you're being more consistent. Um, I know for a lot of people being consistent with exercise is really difficult but working out at home might help you be more consistent because you have less barriers, less excuses. And so I think that can be a great way to measure progress as well. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, what can be some of the biggest stumbling blocks to actually just beginning a workout wherever it is? I mean, what, what keeps people from, I mean, everyone wants to be thinner or in better shape or look better. So what prevents a lot of people from actually getting started on the journey? I think maybe overthinking things, like thinking that they need a perfect setup, thinking that they need a perfect plan. I mean, having a plan is very important and great and can help you. Um, but like things don't have to be perfect and ideal to start. Like you literally can just decide, you know what, I'm going to start doing 15 minutes of exercises in my office, my home office, whatever it is, in my living room at this time. And, you know, maybe I find a YouTube video to help me. Maybe I find a, a at-home plan to follow. But just overthinking it and thinking that things have to be perfect. Or maybe you think, oh, I don't have all the equipment that I would really need at home. I don't have the money to invest in all that right now. Or you, there's so many excuses you can come right? up with. But, right. <laughs> but you really just have to start. You just have to decide that you're, you know, it's important to you to move and to move often and to schedule it in and make it a priority and just go for it. You, you don't have to start perfect. We were all beginners once at something and you don't have to totally know what you're doing <laughs> to get started. Even if it's, you know, if you're not comfortable doing like maybe body weight exercises at home or picking up equipment, lifting weights or whatever, just start walking, you know, or start doing some stretches at home, like whatever it is just start. <laughs> right. How important is it to not overdo it and really to uh, kind of take uh, stock of where you are physically and so that you don't overdo it and then you're too sore and you don't want to do it again? Right, for sure. So I think 
it's, I, we talk a lot about how important it is to exercise and get your workouts in. And it is, it is important, but it's also important to, um, know, to know when to cut back, to know when to take a rest day so that your body can recover. Um, I know a lot of people, when they start exercise programs, they're, they're maybe really excited and they're gung ho and they, <laughs> they throw 110% at it the first few days maybe a little bit too much. And then they're, like you said, they're sore, they're tired, and then they're too sore and tired to move. And so then they stop and then they fall out of the habit really quickly. So just, yeah, knowing kind of your limits, if, if you're really new, maybe you need to go to have a physical and, you know, talk to your trusted healthcare provider and get a, you know, a baseline of where you are, where you are. Um, if maybe you've worked out in the past, but you're wanting to get back into it, great. But just maybe start small, start slow. There's really no, there's nothing wrong with starting slow. Um, pay attention to how you feel during your your movement, your exercise. Know when to taper back if you're feeling too out of breath or lightheaded or anything like that. And then know that it's needed and essential to take rest days, to take breaks, to let your muscles and your body recover um, so that you can keep going and you don't burn out. I wonder if just the saying the phrase home workout maybe is something that would turn some people off because they're like, I don't like to work out. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it seems like we have so many more options to do things that are more enjoyable for us personally. Yeah, there's so many options. I kind of like to tell people to experiment a little bit. I really believe that there's a form of movement. There's a form of quote unquote exercise that's, you know, enjoyable to someone that like you can really find, I call it um, like your soulmate workout. You know, for some people, they love to strength train. Some people absolutely love yoga. Other people love um, classes and class settings. And you don't have to go to a gym to get that feel. You can find them online. Um, People like other people like more the dance style aerobics and stuff like that. Again, there's classes online. There's so many free options on YouTube so many great creators out there that are putting classes out there. Um, so yeah, I would just say maybe experiment a little bit, try different forms of exercise, try yoga, try some strength trainings, try some, you know, the dance cardio, whatever it is, see what you enjoy. And also know that it might take a while for you to actually enjoy it. (laughs) Um, it took me a long time to enjoy certain types of exercises and now I love them. Um, but don't discount something just because you tried it once and you're like, eh, I don't really care for it. Like maybe give it a few tries and it might just become something that you really love. Right. We know uh, the latest research uh, shows that any amount of increased movement is helpful or is beneficial to your body. But if you are someone who, who has a plan, you want to lose weight, how does nutrition, how important is nutrition to go hand in hand with what you're doing? So nutrition is really important. Um, as far as like weight loss goes, it's really the driving factor. I mean, exercise is so important and can definitely aid when it comes to weight loss, but really nutrition is what's going to make or break it. So yeah, doing your best to nourish your body with, you know, real healthy whole foods, um, doing your best to limit processed food and eating out when you can and, you know, extra sugar and stuff like that. It'll really go a long ways in helping you not only lose weight if that's your goal, but just feel better mentally and um, it'll help you with your workouts. Like you're just going to feel so much better all around when you 
um, put a little extra effort into learning how to fuel your body correctly. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering what the best advice for folks is um, about making something like this, making, you know, movement and better nutrition part of a lifestyle rather than something we do to lose weight. Because it seems like we talk about this and every time we talk about it, it's about losing weight or getting, you know, um, it's not so much about just being healthier. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And honestly, that's what I like to focus on with like my, my content is, is more on the lifestyle and just the, what a, like a blessing it really is to move your body. Like it, like all weight loss and all everything else aside, like it really is such a gift to be able to move your body um, in ways that you enjoy. And I think focusing on goals that maybe don't have anything to do with your weight or how you look can help you get more into that mindset and make it more of a lifestyle choice, you know, really more focusing on how you feel and, you know, oh, I'm sleeping better and I have more energy to hang out with my family or play with my kids or Maybe my mood is better. I'm less cranky. Um, I, I my skin looks better. I'm glowing. Like <laughs> there's just so many um, other benefits than just yeah, like you said, weight loss. And that's kind of what I like to focus on because I think when you focus on those, it it sticks with you a lot longer. It it you want to keep going because you just feel good and you love that feeling of feeling strong and healthy and being able to keep up <laughs> with life and kids and family and everything else. Okay. We know you have a blog. Um, how do people find out more about you, first of all, and how do they, find, you know, really start to come up with a plan, come out, come up with some home workout guide? Yeah. So you can find me at fitandwellblog.com and then on social media, like Instagram and Pinterest, I'm fitandwellamy. Um, and yeah, I would just, I mean, I have a few at-home workout programs people are welcome to check out. Um, again, I think that if you like uh, more guided follow-along sessions, I think YouTube can be a great place to start. You can find beginner level, intermediate level for just about any activity you want. Um, I think that would be a great place to start. And Pinterest, you can find great little programs and plans, um, but yeah, just decide that it's important. Decide that you want to make it a priority and just start in however way that you can. <laughs> Any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with uh, to inspire us just to get more healthy? Yeah, um, just remember that you don't have to be perfect. If you want to start working out at home, you do not have to have the perfect setup. You don't have to go out and buy all the equipment all at once. You can gradually, slowly over time, you know, uh, procure the equipment that you want, if any, and that, you know, you can get started no matter where you're at for basically for free. It just, it just takes you deciding that you want to go for it and you want to try. My guest today has been Amy Hackamack. She is a fitness trainer, certified nutritionist, and the author of the Fit and Well blog. And Amy, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you. And thank you for joining me today for Let's Get Moving. You can check out all of our episodes at kslpodcast.com or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Also, check us out on social media for some great health and fitness tips. You can find us at Moving Maria on Instagram and Let's Get Moving with Maria on Facebook. Have a great day. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. 
In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.